0: It's Wednesday night. You know what that means. Comics Pals are live with Palace Pulls. This is our comics review show. We're actually talking about five. Count them. Five books this week. That has never happened before on this show. We normally keep it to four. Uh, we are going to do five because we have a listener request. And I have a lot to say about that. So mm-hmm. here are the books. We've got uh, Sandman Universe Nightmare Country, number one. Uh, hotly anticipated x-men 92 house of x now you see i got check this out i got this cover because this is like classic right but i also had to get this cover i had to get it i thought there was a better cover listen what could be what what cover could be better than this are you kidding me right now why don't you just clip that one piece off then no, I mean, I'm not... not it's just it's like an paste, important it comic. paste it like on like your
1: ceiling where you sleep.
0: No, no, not at all. Important comic. King Spawn. <laughs> it, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, okay. F- Flashpoint Beyond, number mm. zero. And an, it, a comic... An I, ooh, ooh, sorry, yeah, yeah. You, an issue you don't... Go ahead, go ahead. I want to hear this. No, I was going to just say I, I can't hold up the next one. Because... Uh, it's digital. Intangible. Yeah. Uh goodbye. Erie. Erie? 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 Erie.
1: Erie. Erie yeah. is the is the lake that I'm near. <laughs>
0: lake Erie. Yeah. Uh, Eerie. so those are the books that we're reviewing. The last one is not a Western traditional comic book. It is a manga.
2: So we uh, know Sean had a lot of trouble with it.
0: You are <laughs> you guys, damn right.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. You guys will
2: have to bear with him. He doesn't know any better. You're dead to the
0: right. Matt doesn't know any better, recommending us read a manga with me here. I mean, come on. Uh before we get started with these reviews, I do want to let you guys know how you can support the show. Make sure that you are following us and leaving us a rating and a review wherever it is that you're listening. If that is Twitch, if you are live with us now, make sure you're followed. Subscribe if you would be so kind. If you have uh, Amazon Prime, Twitch Prime, you mm-hmm. can throw us a free subscription. cost you nothing. Helps us out a lot. We appreciate it so much. YouTube.com slash thecomicspals. Subscribe for free. Like the video. Share it with your friends. Helps us out a lot more than it costs you. This show's live every single Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, but we actually have an announcement. Next week, we're going to be testing out Thursday. We're going to go live on Thursday next week. So Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, we're going to be doing Pals Pulls. Little tests. We want to see if having more time to read the books before we review them will bring more of you uh, here onto the show. If you want to make your Saturdays with the Comics Pals, you can do that by joining us live at 10.15 a.m. for the main show, the Comics Pals. Uh, what are we talking about this week? Gosh, I don't know. I feel like there was a book announced, uh, a Rom V thing, maybe. I don't know. Who? Yeah, oh, I thought, something like uh, that. Are we gonna get into the old uh, comic book criticism discourse too? That's always. Fun. Oh, that's, that's right. <laughs> of course. What else oh, would boy. we do? Everybody, if you're if you're if you're in comics at all, you gotta talk about it, right? But we're perfect, and we're gonna prove that right now by reviewing Sandman Universe, Nightmare Country number one, and doing a great job talking about the art. Uh so <laughs> <laughs> this this book. Oh, I, I see what you did there. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I got it. This this book is uh by James Tinney, and apparently it's his baby. Um he stay stuck around, you know, to do to, to do this book uh with DC. Lissandro Estherin on art, Patricio Del Petri on colors, and Simon Boland on letters. But in the dreaming sequence, which is pages 13 through 16, we have legendary artist unique paquette who did the guest art and nathan fairbairn who did the guest colors we've been talking about this book off and on on the main show for a while it's our first chance to review an issue of it was it worth the wait and the hype um no
1: (laughs) did you guys both just give a mediocre response at the same time without an actual what do you word. Want it? it's
2: an issue one like <laughs> Fucking I mean, it the it's a character from 30 years ago and it was all
1: a uh, back dump <laughs> it was fine C.W. gordon says ringing endorsement
3: <laughs> <laughs> the uh so i i interacted with this first on twitter because of the art um i saw the tweet and uh, i felt for the artist um and then i read it and i I did like the art i'll say that outright i like the art like the style um i think the the in progress pages that they shared um were pretty cool to look at for the story though um this wasn't a this didn't feel like it lived necessarily in the Sandman universe. Uh, It felt very much like it, like it wanted to, but only through mentions of either vague references to some of the uh, the original run, or the usage of dreams. Like outside of that, it didn't really fit the um, I don't know the the fantasy world that we sort of get wrapped up in in the Um, in a a large part of what Sandman is. And uh, I mean, you know, if this was a dream book for uh, uh, for Tinian, then cool. I'm glad he had fun with it. Um, I don't know. This was this was okay. I don't know that I necessarily disliked it. Um, It didn't knock my pants off
1: or anything. But
3: it was I followed it. I read it. And you know, I, I didn't have strong feelings.
1: Um, have any of you guys been up to date on the Sandman universe titles? No.
3: Mm-mm.
2: The only uh, one I've read is the uh, the Constantine one.
1: Yeah,
3: same.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, was that considered Sandman universe? The Hellblazer? There was a separate run that had Sandman. Oh, universe gotcha, under it. gotcha. Uh, so, as far as I understand that, the throughout that the status quo of the dreaming as a place has changed, where Morpheus does not exist anymore. Um, so it's like the dreams kind of controlling the dreaming. It's more of a, it's more of a dreaming commune. Um, so I don't know if that really affects the story. It, it did seem referencing to that when he goes to the dreaming and he's kind of just chilling and you can see like, I forget the, the pumpkin head guys head a uh, face. Um, Merv. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's hanging out there. Um, and there's a distinct lack of Morpheus in this. So I, yeah. I was kind of noticing that I'm like, Oh, I guess they are, continuing a continuity for um, the Sandman universe uh, which is something I don't think I've seen um, outside of the continuous story that was Neil Gaiman Sandman I didn't read Mystery Theater, Kel so I don't really know what that's about Not that Okay, fair, fair. Um, I, I enjoyed it I, I, I think I liked the stuff with our like our, our POV character, I forget her name um, Flynn. Yeah. I think that stuff early on where she kind of describes her dreams that I think was the, the Tinian, the, the taste of Tinian that I liked where it's like, it's super wordy and it's super flowery, but it's good. You know, I enjoy it. And that, that whole sequence where she's imagining the future where her, um her paintings cause fish to die. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking abysmal. And it almost it has like an emo feel to it too, which I don't know if, if, if Tinian's an ex emo kid, but
2: oh, he definitely is. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I actually, I had a really hard time getting past that page in particular. Wow. Okay. Um, I don't know what it was. I, I had to read it three or four times to understand what was going on.
1: Were I you think, daydreaming during it? Uh, that could have been it. Huh? Huh?
2: Yeah. I don't know It that, that, Part in particular, just did not. I, I had to like push through it. It was like trying to push through a wall. I just couldn't, couldn't get through it.
0: The shit was weird. <laughs> um, not That's bad. Pull quote. You can use I that as a pull it. quote if Tanya ever watched that. Use that as a pull quote because that can be skewed to be a positive. Yeah, it is positive. Yeah. I I thought it was fun. It was cool. Mm-hmm. It freaked me out. Um, that initial like monologue from Flynn was disturbing on a lot of levels. Um, and I think that Tinian was putting, you called it a taste of Tinian. I think it was probably like a, a literal aspect of his life. It just seems so not, not that I know anything about him, but it just seems so specific, such a specific thought that it's like, this has to come from a real person. Um, and that's what I love about what Tinian does He makes his characters feel real And so whether that was a true thing or not Doesn't really matter The fact is it allowed me to connect to this character easier um, I, There are panels on this that we can't show um, Like the, the, the one where, they're, where Flynn is having sex with that guy And then he sees an, an absolutely horrific image yeah. That wakes him up um, I don't know why that happened, but that was disgusting, and there are so many things like that in this book that are just really, really horrifying to look at, and it's cool because the art's really beautiful, so it's like this really talented, you know, art artist who's drawing these beautiful pages like the Corinthian just strolling around, uh, you know, having a ball, and then you see a kid whose eyes are eating his fingers, you know, so it just goes back and forth so often. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not fully sure what happened, but I think this issue was great. I, I
2: <clears throat> to negate what I said, like I, I, think, I think I picked up on what Tinian wanted to do, and I do think that like the mood he was trying to create worked. I think I think the dreaming bit really bogged it down hmm. for me, just trying to get everyone,
1: you know, caught up. Do you mean like when he's in the dreaming or the dreaming sequences?
2: Is that the mistaken? the Yannick, the Yannick Paquette okay. gotcha. bit. Mm. Um like the you know, the piece that Sean referenced where the, the little boy's like eating his fingers with his eyes or whatever. Like, that part was cool because it, it's an aspect of someone's dream. But literally, like, two pages before when it's telling you everything about the Corinthian, just, I don't know, it just didn't do it for me. It, it, it felt clunky. Mm.
3: I can see that. Um, I think maybe that even uh, just, like, the, the contrast in art, I think also can be sort of that, like, quick transition. Um, I, I enjoyed it just because I think, um, it goes from these, you know, murky colors, this almost feels like charcoal colored pencil kind of look to these really clean lines, all this, um, these, a little more digital colors. And, um, Yannick is just, he's super, uh, he's really good at, at form and structure. So everything feels like it's really clean. Whereas in the previous, uh, panels you know body parts are distorted things are exaggerated there's a there's a really good contrast to it i enjoyed that um i didn't necessarily feel the like stifling bit from the the text because it was just kind of like backstory um but for me the art really worked as like a transition because it goes from these again murky colors to this really bright vibrancy that i enjoyed a lot and it's just good
0: by the way i want to uh call out uh beck 915 uh someone i know really well Gifted uh culture junkies, a sub. Culture junkies, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, make sure you leave us a follow and hope you enjoy the sh- the rest of the show. We're currently reviewing uh Sandman Universe Nightmare Country. Um, so this book, you know, Marco mentioned that it doesn't really feel like Sandman, and it actually reminds me a lot of the the issue in Sandman that we read where there's like this this convention for serial killers. Yep. Mm-hmm. The Um, Corinthian story. Right, which was a juxtaposition of the dark reality of like real life murderers and the humanity of that with the unreality, border unreality of the other things that we see in those books that are really happening but almost feel like a dream or fantasy of some kind. I think this issue nailed that towing of the line really well. I wasn't always sure when something was really happening or not. And I like being in that space because I am assuming that Tinian, someone of his craft, is that's a that's a piece of the story. Um, And so I'm hooked. You know, Mm -hmm. part of it is the creative team, because I think everyone involved did such a great job. But also it's the fact that this feels right so far. I'm Mm -hmm. not fully like I don't fully get it, but it feels
1: right. So I'm in. Yeah, for me it doesn't necessarily feel like a Sandman story, but it definitely feels like a vertigo story, if that yeah if that makes sense. Mm, sure, okay. um, sure. Yeah. I absolutely. do have a question, and maybe it's a bit of a tangent. But um as I'm reading this, it made me remember a really weird recurring dream I would have. And I'm curious if you guys have any weird recurring ones. Oh, um, I do. I had a recurring dream where it was literally a POV dream where I was an Oreo and there was this <laughs> hand slowly eating all of the other ones in the box. And right before they ate me, I'd wake up. It happened at least three times. It was the (laughs) weirdest fucking dream ever. Like, first time, sure, okay, maybe I want an Oreo. But, like, three times? Throughout multiple years?
2: That's got to be a sex thing.
1: Okay, all right, Freud.
0: Wow.
2: You love your mother, I can't help that.
0: (laughs) I almost feel like we shouldn't answer that, and we should save that for another thing. Uh, we should tell. Uh, fair, our- uh,
1: fair. Fair. I'll just throw mine out there. I know what you're talking about, that. I, yeah. I, I <laughs> in. yeah. Interesting.
2: For, uh, recurring dreams, you don't ha- You don't want to save uh, something spicier for, for that thing?
1: Yeah. Uh, we did write something a little spicy for that thing, because I have more recurring dreams. I have a lot of recurring I, dreams. So I we, have we, a lot we could...
2: of weird recurring dreams,
1: dude. So,
0: I mean, let's give the people a taste. <sighs> All right. I have a recurring dream. <laughs> I've been having it I've been having it ever since Spider-Man came out. The movie from 2002. Oh, okay. It it doesn't make any sense. But in the dream, I'm Spider-Man. And I'm being chased through Central Park by the Green Goblin. Okay. But it's Willem Dafoe's real face. Like, no mask. It's the costume Mm -hmm. and all. But he has no mask. No Way Home style. Got it. And he's just like, you know, yelling, laughing, and I'm swinging, but he's faster than me. So I had a head start, but he gets closer and closer and closer, and then the dream ends. And then you wake up, and the bed's wet. <laughs> Wait, why would the bed be wet? <laughs>
1: well, back then, maybe. I don't know. Well,
2: I mean, obviously, it's a sex thing.
1: Yeah, it's a sex right. thing. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. A- you
3: love your mother,
1: right?
0: You said you were yeah. swinging, right?
1: What are we talking about?
0: I, okay, first <laughs> of all, I was twelve years old, so let's be very cautious, okay, Tyler? Yeah, he <laughs> okay. hadn't even
2: discovered his cheese allergy yet. Yeah,
1: yeah, he that's didn't. True, he didn't find those uh, those weird websites on his PSP yet. So I didn't own a PSP, but my brother <laughs> did, and that was a thing. <laughs> it's a universal thing I've learned, so yeah. uh, that's why I threw it out there. Yeah, I I used to have one. Marco, save had- it, save it, save it. We got a thing. Remember? Remember oh yeah. Thing? Okay. All right. Fine. Yeah. fine. All right, I think this is a good thing for the thing that we're talking about. Yeah. Murphy says that. he
2: was going to give you that green slobbin.
1: <laughs> Yo, I got the green slobbin once. Um, what? So yeah, I saw, moon, right? I saw Spider-Man turn off the dark. Uh, oh, really? One of the one of the few shows, um, and at one point in the show, Green Goblin he flies over the crowd, and I'm sitting orchestra. And I guess he said something. And a huge glob of spit came out oh. of the Green Goblin's mouth and landed right on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was the worst. Oh. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Oh. I'll get you
1: Spider-Man. There, there was like...
0: We're back. All right. Very good. Sorry about that. Little, uh, little drop, but we're back. Um. Look, you
1: say little drop, and my chair keeps slowly... <laughs> Dropping every couple
0: minutes. It's like an inch, an inch, and an inch. All right. So uh, with Sandman Country, a book that caused a massive deviation in our conversation. <laughs> I, I warned uh, you. I'm going to pull. I'm going to say pull for sure. Yeah, pull. Yeah. Pull
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. Much like uh, the youth with the PlayStation Portable. I say pull it. <laughs>
0: Oh, C. W. Gordon! Thank you so much for the subscription, man. Really appreciate that. That's that's awesome.
3: I, I will say pull it because I am interested in these other two characters here, Mister Ecstasy and Mister Agony. That was fucking weird and creepy. Yes. Very, very much into that. Yeah, <laughs> not a sex thing. Liar.
1: Oh. <laughs> thanks for thanks for that. Thanks
0: for the clarification. Had to. Yeah. Uh, no one's pick of the week, Tyler. No. Um, no, it's not. No. Mm. Oh, I know what it is. All right, whatever. <laughs> uh, do you know? We'll see. Let's talk about X Men '92. How I don't want to show this. Cover. Oh, 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 I don't want to show oh, this oh. cover. I got my things back. X Men '92, House of X. This is oh, so that's the cover you think was best, Tyler? Yeah. There's a glaring problem with that cover, Tyler. Can we talk about what it is? Do you know what it is?
2: "Quote unquote problem." Uh, I mean, there's mm-hmm. no Jean Grey, but you know, that's
0: that's the problem. That cover is unpurchasable. It's got <laughs> so, front and center though. So uh, this is by Steve Fox, Salva Espin on art. Uh, Israel Silva did the colors. Joe Sabino on letters. So the concept here
2: is you're not kidding. Front and center.
0: Mm-hmm. The the concept here is the X Men from the animated series that we all watched and loved on Fox. Not I. Um, You are not a human. Uh, (laughs) Basically, Marvel has allowed those characters in that world to live on through the X Men 92 miniseries that they regularly put out. This one is a continuation of that idea, putting them in the House of X, putting the House of X in the X Men 92 era. Um, I had concerns because. There's are so many characters that they obviously can't use unless they're willing to, you know, just introduce a bunch of characters that weren't on that show. Um, and I just wondered how they would pull it off. I thought this was fantastic. I really had a blast with this. Mm-hmm. I really did. Really? Yeah.
1: I really like this. Okay, oh, so boy. I really enjoyed it, too, but I thought it was, you know, a bit cookie cutter. Like I, oh, yeah. A- it wasn't like my pick of the week or anything like that, but it, it uh I enjoyed it. It was stupid. It was a lot of fun.
3: <laughs> it it was <clears throat> it was very dumbed down fun that I feel like we've also seen. And for that reason I was like, Oh, are they revamping a Hickman issue, but just in this style? Obviously they've changed some things, but I'm like, I I didn't want that. I kind of I, I didn't understand how this was gonna sort of fit in. I didn't know it was gonna be with Krakoa. I didn't know it was gonna have the um, this aesthetic for like the across the board. And um I don't know. I wasn't I was not big a fan. I can see people having fun with it. This probably just wasn't for me. You don't like X Men ninety two, right? I've I've barely seen it. Okay. It's fine. Okay.
1: Yeah, this isn't down Kale's alley, I could tell I didn't like this one (laughs) bit. (laughs) Not one. This had me
2: re-examining, like, the relationship between, like, adaptations in comics and, like, animation and, like, why they work and don't work. And I'm... Man, I don't like this one
0: bit. (laughs) So, um... Go ahead, Tyler. You haven't spoken yet. So, I... I just to
1: preface it I do really enjoy the X-Men animated TV show. Um I literally for most of my life I used to sleep on like X-Men bedsheets. I remember like the uh uh it's before I moved in with my now wife. Um <laughs> now he's got
2: new X-Men bedsheets. So dude no like
1: no 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 joke I had like an X-Men comforter that I would use up until like I was like 18 like straight no coochie for me like up in high school you know like that wasn't that wasn't doing anything but i really enjoyed the series and like this is stupid i know it's it's not taking itself seriously what i really like um but my only issue was like they literally took like house of x number one and they just copied and pasted the characters that were in the comic book Oof. like even when yeah. it comes or in, we're in the tv show even the um the five I love like it. Like, it's like, oh, hope doesn't exist here. Uh gold balls yeah. didn't exist. Who can we use that has similar power sets? And like, there's no way karma is a substitute. I like the I like hope. their
0: explanations like,
1: uh for that
2: in the in the back, the the get to know the sure. five. Yeah.
0: I love those pages. I thought that was a really fun spin on the infographics that we're used to. Because mm. yeah. those are, especially in light of the fact that like I feel like those are really played out. Um, to see them done in a way that's fresh and fun. Like look at this page if you're if you're watching on Twitch or YouTube. Radical. That. Yeah, that's so much fun, you know. <laughs> <Eugique. laughs> Save <by> that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I really appreciated that twist. No um, something
3: very, very, very much so not clean,
0: X Men bed sheets. Tyler's bed sheets, never clean. Um, no, why would they be, No. so at least not at that time, not when he was definitely not. Definitely not. So again, you know, if you, if you don't like house and powers specifically because of how seriously it takes itself, you might enjoy this. If you do like house and powers, but you also like X-Men 92, I think you'll enjoy this. This isn't a revelation. It's not like the most brilliant thing in the world. But rarely do I read a comic and every single page. I'm like, yo, I cannot wait to see what's on the next page because I had no clue. Like, who's going to be here? What are they going to sound like? Like, what, what are they going to do? It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, who like what's going to happen with the role of um, of Moira? You know, like Moira exists in that world, but it's not can't, Moira.
2: Can't wait to talk about that. Man. It's, it's Jubilee.
1: Oh, That doesn't make God. much sense. You gotta... think did get that. I you think... Know, hmm, the only way it makes sense is that Jubilee was our POV
0: character in the TV show. So, like... Maybe... I don't, I don't think that it making sense or... Like, I don't think it can't make sense. The, there's nothing... Sp- particularly special about Moira. Sure. Outside of the fact that she has that power. Anyone could have that power. It just happens to be Jubilee. And yeah. it was also a retcon for Moira too. So why not ret- retcon Jubilee, I guess? Yeah. yeah, it makes perfect sense. And Jubilee is a character whose death in that world specifically would be a catalyst for the X-Men to do things differently. Whereas in, in the mo- in the modern in, in the regular House of X, it's not anyone's particular death. It's just this union. Um, I love using Jubilee as the catalyst for that. I thought that was really, really strong. I say if you like to mainline nostalgia as a drug, this is the book for you. <laughs> and I do. Vein. <laughs> uh, even the way the characters talk, you know, their dialogue is very X-Men 92, sometimes to the point of eye roll. But uh, for me, it was enjoyable to see that see these characters that way. This is how I know them best. So I I got a kick out of this. On the
3: art front, uh, for me, maybe it was the colors, but everything felt like it had a very much this smoothness to it. Kind of um, I'm reminded <laughs> of when we talked about Punisher with Asu There's just just yeah. like a little bit of shine and like somebody really went in there and like wiped these guys down. Um, wiped uh, them down. <laughs>
2: i, I f- know what you mean I feel, but yeah i feel like i got used to that here more mm-hmm. so than that's I what i was gonna Punisher. say
3: yeah it, here i think <clears throat> after like a while it just kind of stuck but it did catch me off guard for uh, the first few and the body proportions like magneto for whatever reason I, I don't know if he was like this in the show but
1: he's just beefy yeah he's top heavy
3: <laughs> yeah, he is. yeah yeah yeah
1: this felt like uh, House and Powers of X, uh, the Golden Books version, like the little Golden Books. <laughs> That's funny. Um, which, if they want to make that,
0: I would totally buy that too. But isn't Magneto doing like a um, uh, a Naruto, like you know, those hand things they do? I only know that through my friends, but like, uh, don't jutsu? they have, yeah, whatever that is. is. they're Magneto doing sign, do- it's just ASL, it's just sign language. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not getting into that is it isn't magneto doing that right now like he's that's the vibe a, i got uh, I guess. I mean, Kamehameha. that's what i thought it was
1: oh that's from dragon's balls right
3: yeah okay oh my yeah. God. Is Um
1: i do like the way they drew magneto when you first see him he's literally in his idol pose from marvel versus capcom 2 yes um, so yep. i was like oh okay yep okay yep Nostalgia, uh, nostalgia hit a little bit for me. I was like, all right, okay, I see what you're doing.
0: I got to tell you something, guys. That was my pick of the week. Wow. Stop. Okay. All right. All right, whatever. We'll get to my... Whatever? What do you mean, whatever? I can't yeah. wait to hear what your pick of the week is. Spawn. On, Boy. You you not know what it is. Yeah, King Spawn.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, King Spawn era was a lot better than this. Okay. Uh, I wanna go, go that far. It's a bridge too far for me, Cal. <laughs> Pull pass, trade weight.
3: Um, pass for me, but that's a bias. So take that as you will. Yeah, I mean hard pass for me too, but
2: that is also a bias, and I'm gonna stand by it. I'm not even gonna <laughs> duck out from it like well, a coward.
1: <laughs> I think I think this is one of those books though where like you need to have a nostalgia for it. I don't think somebody who's never seen the animated series would
0: really enjoy this. It might even be confusing, or if you don't like the animated series, I I, I completely get it. This hits sure, me where yeah. I live. This is perfect for me. So if you're like me, I think you will enjoy this. You, you hype for the revival of the the, the cartoon?
1: Please, yeah, that's dude, gonna I be hope amazing. they do Krakoa. I hope they do Krakoa.
0: I'm di- especially after this, dude. I'm dying to see them do Krakoa. That would that would light me up. I'd love it.
1: Yeah, could be good.
0: Let's talk about King Spawn, number nine. Speaking of things that could be good, uh, King Spawn is good, could be really good without Todd McFarlane. But I digress. Um, <laughs> so this was Sean Philip Sean Lewis, I'm sorry, with uh, additional scripting done by Todd McFarlane. I am guaranteeing you right now, we could pick out the parts that were additional dialogue from Todd McFarlane. Trapzord, from- yes. King Spawn, are you Trapzord? Are you a Spawn fan? And and also, is that how you found us? Because I stand with you, totally. These other guys,
2: Spinaniac.
0: I, you know, I can't, uh, I can't vouch for them.
1: Is there um, an official name for Spawn fans? Are they Spawnheads? Spawn, heads, spawn sapiens. spawn you,
2: you, you asked this question. Literally, You did. Yeah. Week. I yeah, need to know. I haven't
1: gotten an answer. Did we say Hellspawn or something?
2: Spinaniac. Yeah, doesn't
1: really, I, I, I prefer Kales.
0: Yeah, I don't know, Matt. Um, Thomas Nachlick did the art, uh, FCO Placencia on colors, one of my faves, and uh, lettering by Anne World Design. So things are really ramping up in the Spawn universe, particularly as it relates to King Spawn. I feel like this book is really driving the Spawn narrative. The other books feel like they're spinning their wheels in comparison. Um, yeah. This is where I feel like, okay, stuff is about to go down. And stuff may well have gone down in this issue as Spawn comes to face-to-face with Gaia, which we haven't seen Gaia yet, at least since we started. I'm sure she's appeared before. Obviously, through syntax, I get that she's appeared before. But for us, we haven't seen her. So that was a really cool moment. And then almost as if like an Illuminati situation, all of Spawn's uh, enemies right now, Uh, came together here to kind of like put the message out like, yo, you need to take this crown. Uh, And Spawn doesn't want to do that. It's Gaia's words and her plan that kind of push him towards the point where it looks like he's going to do it. And we don't know what that looks like. So I'm really excited.
3: I think the prospects there are cool. Um, Getting to that part of the story has been you know, a journey but i think now that we're getting there it's definitely going to be an interesting turn should he take it because uh from from what we saw here in the in, in some of the uh preview issues or sorry like these potential future sort of visions uh he looks like he fucked shit up and that can only be cool for spawn at the end of the day yeah otherwise um, you know what? This is this is a good issue. I, I think I think uh, King Spawn is its up and downs, and this is definitely an, an up. It kept me engaged. I like the fight sequences. Um, the art is always absolutely crushes, and so yeah. you know I, I, I don't think I had any other complaints other than you know when we
0: see a billion text boxes every few pages. I feel like that's where Todd McFarlane's additional uh, art dialogue comes from. Because to me, those text boxes are noticeably written worse yeah. than the regular dialogue. Mm-hmm. The regular dialogue is not knock your socks off, but it's good, it's solid. And then those text boxes are like, yeah, this is kind of weak. Um,
3: the so, dragon, yeah. the dragon one, and someone like Spawn is the dragon. Rarely do any question why they <laughs> must slay the dragon. It's like, boo. Okay.
2: What what sucks is that's actually kind of a cool line.
3: Yeah, it is. But he ruins it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just not stated well. Um so I want to show off this page because can we show this? Yeah, I think we can show this. Uh it's sick. So for those of you on YouTube and Twitch, I'm about to hold it up and I'm going to describe it. It is our first glimpse of of Gaia. Oh yeah, and it's cool as hell. It is a turn the page, drop down um, double page spread. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll, I'm going to show you right now. Um, And she looks menacing. And it's not what you think. She look It's like a dead tree, is what yeah. she looks like. And you know something is really wrong. That's not how Guy is supposed to look. And I just love how much they were able to convey with this image. I'm holding it up now. Oh, interesting. I love how much they conveyed with this. This is so cool. That's rad.
3: Oh, I think my like, drop down like it continues to explode out oh no 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 that's still good though yeah
0: sick
2: so I even, cool i didn't even put that together that something that that could mean something was wrong
0: that's the impression i got yeah wow <laughs> yeah yeah totally a medic. she's very menacing um and in not an over-the-top way it's a reserved menace it's creepy yeah. and it has implications but you don't know the full we don't know yet what the full meaning of this is. And I loved it.
2: Yeah, CW Gordon, you're about to start reading King Spawn. <laughs> King Spawn very
0: specifically. Yes. I recommend so, it, Tyler. You're quiet over there. Yeah, I mean,
1: so for me, this was a book that I read this week.
0: <laughs>
1: um I'm trying, guys. I'm trying to get the spawn stuff, but he, he just is not doing anything for me i i don't know it's it's i love the Javier fernandez art i think that's very good um no it's, it's almost it almost is a shame that it's on the writing uh, that it's on <laughs> um because uh, mcfarland get the guy off let him do his uh his dude his dude action figures let him let him just do all those like like he is he's like <sighs> he's like getting like a nice pastrami sandwich and then putting ketchup on it it's just like, yeah, it ruins it. Like, that was yeah. a good-ass sandwich, and you just fucking shit on it. You know, I'm not going to say he's actually shitting on it, but, like, uh, p- ketchup would ruin a pastrami sandwich, in my opinion. And, and yeah, and there's also not enough war in this book. <laughs> <laughs> we might get there. No, I expected if- it to happen in a spawn book, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I, I find it confusing as to, like, what, what mythology are they taking from? Is it just whatever they want? Um, yes is it i thought it was angels and demons and then it's like oh no gaia's here i'm like all right are we gonna have is gaia is that like a i don't know even, i don't even know what, what what mythology that's from is it norse i don't even know it's
3: greek isn't it greek god Greek
1: got i don't think so
0: gaia uh,
3: is it I, th- I think they have a
2: version of gaia but i don't think it's gaia yeah.
0: to be honest i think the answer is who cares yeah, like I, I think that's kind of the the, the whole thing. That's, like, how, that's my feeling on this book, though. Like I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to come for your book. I just or for your opinion. I just mean like, I think that I think that this book is not meant to be analyzed like that. You know that deeply, and I think it just pulls from whatever for whatever. And I appreciate that for whatever reason, but it totally makes sense why you don't.
1: Yeah, I mean. It's fine. I don't judge anyone for liking it. It's just like really not my thing. It's just, yeah. it's 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 strangely boring, mm. for what I imagine a spawn mm. book should be. Wow, like I feel like spawn should be like mindless stupidity. Have fun with it, and I think it these bu- this book just tries to be much more important than it is.
2: I I can see that. I can like, see that. Like I feel like, like there's an that, easy recipe
1: think... for spawn.
2: I think I think the the thing with that, the key to that is Al Simmons. His character just sucks. Yeah. Like everything around him, maybe everything around
1: him is actually really cool because like I like the scorched sucks. I thought the scorched was good and like we didn't have Al Simmons there. You know, Easy I like it. that book. Bu- I like that book where uh, that 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 Amish uh, spawn was fucking the clown, like Amish spawn?
3: gunslinger, whatever that so, one is, Yeah, I think, and I don't. I've not read Spawn previous to this. Maybe if you like the first issues from the first trade, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that because we're in the midst of an event, that could also be affecting like a, a version of the characterization where. All these things are happening, and so they have to be sort of larger than life or larger than this book because Al Simmons has to deal with these things. I don't know if it's necessarily the character. Um, I could be absolutely speaking out of my ass right now. Um, but like, I, Your muck I, I feel hole. that there, the muckle right? I feel like there's absolutely a world where, because we're in the midst of all of this action and buildup, this is where the character is sort of going and being molded into and post this we see a sort of different storyline
2: but even even the stuff in the other titles that we've seen of him <laughs> is just the same he just yells a lot and
0: beats people up and you know he's that, just an asshole that's a part of the story though i guess Sp- spawn is going he's going through something something's happening to him he's 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 changing and the, the other characters have remarked on that fact, that something is wrong with Spawn.
1: I gotta say, Sean, I think you you comics tagging me with a Spawn movie really clouded my view on this. <laughs> I think having that so recent in my head, like, that was hokey. That was stupid. I didn't care much for it, but at least it kind of didn't try to be serious, you know? And maybe throughout time, McFarlane kind of got a bigger head. not saying that, you know? But um, it feels like this... This isn't this isn't what I want out of a dumb book, you know.
3: In response to my comment, Matt says, "No, bro.
0: It's always this mid."
3: All right, fair enough. Maybe maybe it'll
0: change. Pull it if you're if you're a spawny, Pull it if my yeah, description of the book appeals to you. Pull it. Yeah, pull it. Pull
1: it.
2: It's fun. I don't know. It's fun.
0: I.
1: Would not pull it. I would pass. What? That's the that's the wording we're <laughs> using, right? Pull, pull and pass. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say pass on that one.
0: Okay. Let's talk about Flashpoint Beyond Zero. Um, boy. So, <laughs> I hate zero as an issue.
1: Just let me start from there. That's stupid.
0: Jeff Johns wrote this. Eduardo Riso on art. Trish Mulville did the colors, Rob lay on letters. Um, yeah. So this is a follow up to Flashpoint, but it's also a follow up to Doomsday Clock and a bunch of other stuff. Um, like a lot of other stuff. Justice League Incarnate, too, makes direct, direct references to that. Yeah. And and that, what was that weekly book we were following for a while or, or bi weekly? The one with the, 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 the Rabbit? Uh, inter- <laughs> uh, Looney Tunes. Frontier. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to explain my feelings about this book by showing you guys one page. Hmm. All right. So it's this page that I'm holding up now, which basically just features a conversation between mm-hmm. Thomas Wayne, who in this world is Batman because his son died um and was killed uh, martha wayne was shot as well but she becomes the joker or she wasn't shot they shot their son she becomes a joker and um and uh 2 Face. well he's not 2 Face. he's just harvey his wife gilda's in prison now the reason why this page that i'm holding up is a microcosm of how i felt about this book is because i had to read this page twice because there were too many names too many references to relationships. Couldn't tell you who was who. Uh, there was just so much going on on the page that I was lost. And it was human characters having a human conversation. Um, this book doesn't breathe. It's all over the place. I found it somewhat hard to follow. And I've read pretty much everything that it references and I don't think that Jeff John's talent for taking big concepts and making them relatable and something that you can find yourself in was on display here. Mm-hmm. I think he's otherwise good at that. I think Doomsday Clock is a good example of that. I did not feel that here. I like the second half a lot more than the first. Basically from when Thomas goes and kidnaps the Flash. yeah. But everything else... I could leave. So for me, it. Oh, Marky, you want to go
3: ahead? I would, uh, I was just going to say the the only characters that I actually recognized were Mime and Marionette. Those are the only that's really? the only ground yeah. that I had to stand on out of all of this. Never read Flashpoint, none of the Incarnate stuff. Everything else was I was lost.
1: Y- yeah, there's a lot of homework I think needed for this. It's like you have to read. Uh, Jeff Johns's entire, uh, I want to discography, whatever the, <laughs> yeah, you got to read all the Jeff Johns, the bibliography of it. Yeah. Um, so for me, uh, Eduardo Riso is one of my favorite artists. So put him on a book and I will read that book no matter what. And it automatically gets plus points for me. Um, I've typically liked Johns, but the mime and marionette stuff and the direct references to Dr. Manhattan with the, with the watch yeah. don't matter and make no sense in this. Um, Mm -hmm. It almost seems masturbatory. It's like, I remember when I did doomsday clock and everyone loved me. Um, (laughs) uh, but the bringing us back to that world of flashpoint where it hasn't been fixed. And Thomas Wayne tries to do like a crash course to fix everything that happened throughout the entirety of flashpoint. Um, I actually kind of had fun with that. It was like, it was like, Oh yeah, I know how to fix this. I fixed this the first time and it fucks up royally. Um, I think that's fun. I think Thomas Wayne as a, as a character is compelling. Um, I think I've read everything that, that this version of Thomas Wayne has been in. Really, it, it would have been uh, Flashpoint, Tom King's Batman, both of the most recent Justice League stories, and, and this. Um, so I guess I have knowledge for it, I, and I enjoy it. I like how he plays as, as Batman. And I like how there is a multiversal father-son dynamic between Bruce and Thomas that we kind of get in this as well. It's almost like a dad trying to come home to his son in a weird fucked up way, Um, which I enjoyed. Um, I don't know why this exists, though. (laughs) It it doesn't seem to have a reason. Um, It almost feels like when you give like like when the CEO has like a special project that nobody really cares about. Um, But it just exists. Um, I don't know. Distinct lack of cyborg in this book, too. I don't know what that's about. But big shock. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, did you see they uh, only showed like the machine parts of <laughs> Cyborg?
1: Oh wait, really? Was he even in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I did even notice. I'll see if I can find it.
0: So, one thing that I thought was really interesting, and once I realized that, I, it, the book kind of connected with me more, is that the Flashpoint world isn't supposed to exist. Yeah, like it's it's a it's a, a mistake. And it's a like it's not one of the maybe it is now, but it was not one of the 52 worlds or whatever. Like it spawned out of something that the Flash did. And, you know, yeah, yeah. Kale's okay, holding it up. Um, and so no one else knows that for the most part, from what it appears, except Thomas. And so he's living through the pain of knowing that this is all a mistake and that his pain is just a mistake and none of this should be happening. I was able to connect with the character a little more through that realization. Um, I thought that Jeff Johns was able to deliver on that part. But the, for lack of a better phrase, the like timey whiminess of it all, uh, the like what world is this which batman is that 5g averted Mm -hmm. the the, like all that garbage Mm. the 5g averted
3: the the divine continuum apparently that's what dc stands for Mm right
1: And also i like how there's that one uh page turn that's supposed to be like a shock and it just happens to be one of the time masters and like like that's a deep cut like you yeah, don't put yeah, a yeah, deep yeah, yeah. cut on a shock page because it's like, yeah. oh, sure. I thought that yeah, was I, was like, a the new- the I thought hell? it was
2: one of the newsies, yeah. like <laughs> so this fucking Mister uh, Mixel Spitlick.
0: I will say that my favorite panels of this week, for sure, came from when Thomas just hit, he let a lightning bolt hit Barry, <laughs> <laughs> and he died. That was insane. He executes was- him. Yeah. I was reading that, and I was like, oh, man, it'd be really wild if he just killed him right now. Like, that's <laughs> messed up. And then that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Obviously, that wasn't his intention, but boy, was that nuts. And then during the explosion, I thought that, you know, uh, Harvey's child would die, and that's how he'd become Two-Face. But swerved mm-hmm. again. Uh, his son lived. So, so what's his son going to become Two-Face now? No, um, Robin, you didn't pick that up? Yeah.
2: I'm. Oh, okay. Know. Oh, no, I genu- that was a genuine question.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah i I think this will probably get good, but I don't think that this was on the whole something that I was pleased with. I think there's good here, though. Isn't it only two issues or something? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how long this is going to. Well, be. it
3: leads. It says uh, Flash Point Beyond is going to be six issues,
0: starting in April. There you go. Oh, okay so so then what technically seven because it'll go from zero to six yeah yeah so that's a that's an event
3: yeah mini event here I, I think um i think what it does do is uh, i'm assuming if i had more of this background knowledge i'd probably be more grounded in this world and i would have liked it that much more um but this was this was good otherwise this was this was fun for me i think to your point sean it carries itself towards the back half without needing to know all this like exposition necessarily Um, once you ground yourself in the story you can follow and you can relate to Thomas. And I think that that's um, absolutely acceptable for an issue like this. And and for someone who doesn't have that kind of knowledge, it makes it that much easier to be like, okay, I have, I can grab onto this and just sort of get tossed around wherever I need to be. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but the colors were sometimes off on different pages. Um, Riso would do for example, in epilogue one, and I don't know if there was a different artist who did epilogue two, but um, there's these almost textures that make things look like uh, like oil on canvas or like watercolor, but then in some instances, it's all flat colors. Um, that caught me off guard every so often when I'd realize I'd be turning a page um, and all of a sudden the, the colors would be flat in like a different style and kind of contrast with the, um, Russo style but mm. otherwise really good stuff I don't know that I've seen
1: Russo on anything else but I enjoyed that oh dude you gotta check out uh, Darkest Night by Paul Dini and Eduardo Riso it's okay. literally like a biography of Paul Dini as he was writing Batman the Animated Series huh. is that the um, one where he gets mugged yeah yeah yeah, it's yeah, a f- yeah, it's yeah. it's it like it's stuck with me for years. And like the Risa art is so good and depressing in that like that's
0: I think it's right down your alley, too. So, yeah. OK, cool. This is this is event level art for me. You know, I can when I, I feel an event most when the artist, you know, is like a heavy hitter and they bring it. Um, if, if the art is not if the art doesn't feel epic if it doesn't have that scale and scope it's harder for me to get with it this feels like an, an event level art um, it reminds me not in style at all but it reminds me of Final Crisis I say that to create a link between the events um, Final mm-hmm. Crisis looked like an event just like this does uh, just like Heroes in Crisis did even though that wasn't good um, so I love the art for that. It feels, you know, big and widescreen and the moments that are supposed to matter, they matter. They look great. So, so Marco, I was looking at the, the book to see
1: what you were mentioning with like the way it was colored. Mm. Um, I think that might be a plus because it's colored differently depending on which universe you're in. Mm. Oh, are those um, different universes. Yeah, yeah. So the actual like Bruce Wayne, Batman, that's where it's much flatter. And I guess much more, more comic bookier. Whereas the Flashpoint universe, it's a little more noir painterly too. So I uh, didn't notice that before, but I guess that's a oh, plus for me.
3: Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It looks like, sorry, go ahead. Uh, just because th- there's the one scene where you have um, the Thomas holding Bruce and that one's flat against his, uh, against his sort of clouded colors. That's the only instance. So that, that's why when I saw that page, I got sort of confused. This was page sure, yeah. 34. I was like, oh, it's weird that they're like intermingling these things and kind of confused by that. But that makes
0: sense now. Pull it. Yeah, I'd say pull it. If you're initiated, I wouldn't buy this if you don't know anything about Thomas or Flashpoint or what we just talked about. like Unless you have a resource that's going to help you understand these relationships because that page that i highlighted like i can't see how that would make any sense at all to someone who has no connection to this um it was just a crazy like just name name relationship name relationship it was all over the place so if you can if you know those things and you can get with that pull it i'm sure it'll be great i'm with pass for me pass yeah yeah pull all right well uh, now we get to our listener submission. I think this is... Is this the first one we've done? I'm not sure. Um, Manga? Is spawn count? Uh, no, of anything. Spawn? <laughs> no, I think that was deliberate.
2: I think this is the first one that we weren't already planning for.
0: Right, yeah. 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 Uh, so this is Goodbye Erie, or Eerie, rather. Um, who's the creative on this? Let me see. So this is Tatsuki Fujimoto. Tatsuki Fujimoto, okay. He- he does
2: uh chainsaw man Mm
1: -hmm. he did a look back i think last year right which is one of your um
0: one of your books of the year if i remember correctly yep absolutely now it's a manga and uh you guys know manga (laughs) i was gonna let him uh, go for it yeah you guys know i don't know nothing about no manga so i struggled mightily to read this comic or this manga um in the first 20 pages maybe I was like whoa like I can't even keep up with this this is nuts um maybe 20 is an exaggeration maybe it was more like 10. it's probably yeah. I mean it's a 200 page book so yeah like, <laughs> like at, alone yeah and even
2: <laughs> yeah but even like trying to do that like I you know I don't know if it's your first time but like you know not having a ton of experience. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. So, especially sure, what's coming it? off of regular, you know, the, the way we read English comics, like, that shift ain't it ain't easy. Bring out a switch. I Can think I I've read... A, a sorry? Question, Sean? Was yeah. it
1: an issue with the content or the the format
0: that was... Uh, an issue definitely the format. Okay. I, I've read manga be- Manga, I'll stop memeing. I've read manga before, and... Every time I do it, I always forget how it works. So um <laughs> yep. yeah. I, I you know I struggled with that. Um and then I struggled with some of the dialogue because it's 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 an interpretation of, you know. Um yeah. and so that threw me off because it was like, this doesn't really work. This isn't like this isn't right, this isn't proper English. Um but the story was really 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 good yes dude yeah really good excellent
3: yeah bro i cried i i shit you not three times like full-on wept wow man. okay
1: that's a whole another topic i don't cry for media and like matt's the same way Where like he gets super <laughs> emotional and stuff like that maybe i need to keep talking to my therapist but like that that always like surprises me <laughs> when some people are like yeah man I, this made me cry i'm like wow like I've never been affected by a comic book like that, and I'm almost jealous jealous that that's the case. But, um,
0: almost. No. Tyler, I don't think you cried much. I don't cry. Um,
2: he cries when it counts. So I'll give him that. And there's a yeah. photo album from his wedding
1: that proves that. Oh god, I was fucking bawl I was bawling during that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I hmm. How do I put this? Um, this was my pick of the week. Um, nice. I, Same. Made sure I read it first for your issue, Sean. I did not want to have to go back and forth mm. between something. So there was strategic reading for me. And I'll be honest, I tried swiping the wrong direction when I first started in the Shadow Jump app. Same. Um, but uh, no, no, Matt, you did not get me to cry. I did not cry from this, actually. Um, cried. there cried. There were some points of it, though, that, like, really, like, shocked me, you know? Yeah. Like the whole storytelling device that this is a guy rec- or a kid really recording video through a, f- a I guess a phone, a cell phone. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a cell phone. Um, and using that as the mechanism to tell almost his life story from like little kid to high schooler. And then even further towards the end, even though that's a little more truncated that time frame. Um, it was a really good device because we don't ever really see our main character. It's literally his point of view throughout all of mm. it, um, which is, something I don't think I've ever read in a comic book, let alone a manga, um, that was interesting. It almost made me, it almost was like a cheap way of putting me in his shoes. I don't mean cheap as a negative, but like it, it was the the storytelling device rather than the actual text is what put me in his shoes. Because um, I'm literally seeing it from his height as a kid, from his perspective. I think that the parts where it's like, um, him moving and there's like a real like kineticism to the screen like a blur yeah. were really interesting because this is video that he's recording and how do you convey that through static images in a comic book which is hard to do and somehow he pulls it off in this I, I don't know how that was even possible to be honest I was, I was honestly surprised that that was a thing that somebody chose as a I don't know some kind of hurdle to get through. Cause like that was nuts that that worked. Um, but I mean, it's a, I mean, spoiler. Do I have a spoiler alert thing working here? Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, the page turn, like, if you want to talk about a good fucking page turn, um, when we get a page turn to what his mom actually said on her deathbed. Man.
2: Okay. Oh, okay. Yo. Can I, can I stop you here? Yeah. To tell you my experience with this book.
1: Yes. 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 Before we get to the content. Yeah.
2: So I, tried to, I, I sat down to read this book three times and God damned, if I didn't get to the exact point you're talking about and I got called in to work,
3: Oh man, I read annoying. that page.
2: I got to that page and I got the call and I was like,
1: how do you go to work you called out right (laughs) i
2: have to i was like i have to live in this world now (laughs) and then so i had to get back into it to finish it today and it just it wasn't the same (laughs) like everything
3: i'd built was gone yeah
2: oh man
3: yeah dude it the, the for me with with me off was how good he was at sort of building these emotional moments and then getting towards like an end segment of what that emotional beat in totality would be so the first part it being the like the film of it being for his mother and then he introduces that element of fantasy and you just kind of get taken aback for a second and it's like oh wait a minute this was a film maybe it didn't happen but then it's like oh it did happen and now we're experiencing this continuation of his life. And then it goes into this next moment. Then there's this other element of fantasy. And all of a sudden that takes you back. And you're just like, wait, did that happen? Oh, it did. And I kept getting like pushed and pulled in that. And that that really, I think, affected me for... um, Because every time that that happened, you had to recontextualize what you had just seen. Mm-hmm. yeah, And then you get to the page exactly what you guys are talking about. It's recontextualize everything that you saw before. And then use that counter to how erie wanted to be captured how she was being captured then how she um was being captured moving forward after that point where it turns out she is also terminally ill uh that was just excellent story crafting
1: from uh here. it was just incredible you and get i think s- that sorry go ahead i was gonna say you get swerved like a dozen times in this book yeah. yeah we're like i felt like i got my ankles broken on, on like the the basketball court is that what people <laughs> say i don't know I, this is a sport <laughs> reference i'm trying to get away from the food references but like <laughs> by the end of the book i'm like yeah my ankles hurt like <laughs> there's so many times throughout it
2: and i think this is what this is what fujimoto does in chainsaw man hmm. Hmm. despite it being like a, a horror shonen superhero manga um he he will build something up for an arc that will absolutely rip at your heartstrings, and then as it's ripping at your heartstrings, it pulls and your heart is shredded. Like and it just drops you. Um. Man, I, this guy might be my favorite creator. Do, my, did you like this more creator? than?
1: Okay, I was gonna say, did you like this more than his previous two uh, two things?
2: I my experience with this was so ruined, fair um, yeah. that I I don't think I can judge it. I think I liked Look Back better.
1: I, I'm gonna read that now. I think I think I'm definitely yeah, it very it out. good.
2: Yeah. Uh, they released it uh, physical. Copy, oh, really? Um, in English, yeah. So it okay. should be coming out soon. Yeah,
1: that I'd be interested in. I mean, the, the whole uh, the whole the text of it all with him you know building up this image and then doing an explosion at the end it's mimicked in how you feel throughout the book mm-hmm. it's like you know what's going on and then bam explosion the whole the whole thing is gone and it, him kind of mimicking what's in the text and then having that reflect the actual feeling of the reader for what they're reading ah dude it's it's really fucking damn good <laughs> yeah the the moment where
3: they're recording the father and they're having him act a scene out but you don't mm-hmm. know that it's being acted as a scene. I'm like, so good. fucking A, hey, are you serious? Like, this guy's going on his, on his son, then on his friend, and then, like, destroying this relationship. And then the next page is like, great, we got it. Amazing. I'm just like, stop doing that. That's, That's how me. I was at
1: the end, too. I was like, yo, stop it. Chill. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> I, I took a screenshot of uh the exact pages that made me cry, Uh, like, where I hit a moment, and I was just like, Fuck um it's in particular when uh the recording of aries moves away from being about the movie and about her sort of dictating to him and it just becomes moment that, moments that he wants to capture i'm gonna try this thing now like moments that he just wants to capture with um yeah. oh, or it's just just nice wholesome moments where he's trying to yeah. do the best that he can with her with her memory um then this page, we're in the hospital, and they're just talking about like this, these silent pages where they yeah. they're kissing and exchanging these really quiet moments. Um That shit hit. Yeah. And then the last one, when he just up and leaves, he's like, "No, you know what? That's it.
1: I'm I'm done with this." That I did hit. If I did have one issue with it, it's like the end where it's like, "Oh yeah, his whole family dies." Like off off screen, yeah. it was like, "Yeah, oh, come, that's a little." it's a little more a little trauma porny you know but well and but that part
2: also like it made me go is that the fantasy part of the film
1: i guess yeah you don't know what the fuck's going on by the end of it (laughs) Yeah, yeah
2: yeah um and it just works because it just keeps moving
0: sean you've been quiet I was just letting you guys do your thing um yeah it's really great uh i love a story that uses technology in a neutral way to make a comment about humanity um mm. and i think it does more than that it also is a is used as a device to mess with us as we're reading and i love being messed with by the creators while i'm reading or watching something um so this book kind of did everything i like um which is really cool. I uh I would recommend this to anyone who can who can endure a manga. If you can if you can read a manga, then yeah, I think this is this is really good. If you can make the
2: jump, it's definitely worth it.
1: The medic's asking uh how slice of lifey is it? I would say like sixty percent. Does that make sense? Not even. This feels like a um
3: this feels like a drama. This
1: is I like, mean, it it's got slice of life moments, like the like the page you showed, where it's like the phone's off to the side and they're just talking, you know. Mm-hmm. Or I think it it has that. It it's specific slices in someone's life. Does that make more sense?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not like way of the house husband slice of life sure. house husband. Yeah, you, you don't know way of the house husband. Is this like I some slice of really life like
1: harem it. manga? No, No, not even so good. We got to
0: move on, my friends.
1: (laughs) Uh, uh, I'm tired of this manga shit. It's (laughs) comics, pals. But uh,
2: it's I I would almost say it's not a slice of life at all. It's a story about. A regular person.
1: Fair. Yeah, well. It's it's free for the next seven days on Shonen Jump.
0: Download it.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Um. All right. So thanks to Matt for that recommendation. Uh, If you guys want to (laughs) upcoming, Hmm?
2: that's on you guys. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I can't believe we never thought of that. that
0: Well, we could do we could do because doesn't Chip have a podcast where he doesn't know anything about manga? His friend show. Yeah, we could do our version of that with Tyler and I not knowing what the hell's going on. And you guys making us read stuff. Okay. Um, Sean, I'm making a mission on the show. There was a point in my life where
1: I did read a lot of manga. Really? It's a, it's a long time ago. but Wow. It was when I was okay. mo- my,
0: my most depressed. <laughs> I can, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Um So thank you to Matt for recommending that to us. We all clearly thoroughly enjoyed it. If you guys want to recommend us to read a book, you can do that at any time. We would love to take on more listener requests on PALS polls. So however you leave us a comment, do that, and we will read your book on the air uh, if we have the space for it. So you can get us on Discord, comicspals at gmail.com. Leave us a message on social, Twitter, Instagram at the Pals any anyway youtube comment it all works uh let's get into comics tag. so last week marco tagged tyler back from a ty- from a tag from the week before mm-hmm. so tyler what did you read and what did you think
1: so i had to read a town called terror by uh, steve niles and simon Kodransky. um y- yeah did marco marco did you read it too or did you did get to it yet <laughs>
3: I I didn't get it I what actually do wanted think? to hear your what you thought um, and then
1: So I did it. like the the Simon Kodransky art on this. I think it, it this was the draw. It's very um almost hmm, almost like a like if you took um shit, who did um J. Williams? If you took like a J.H. Williams but like you just got rid of the crazy panel work and you made it more traditional. Um, it kind of felt like that. It, it really is just black white shades of gray and red. Um, I thought that was really, really striking. Honestly, I like that, um, but nothing yeah. happens. <laughs> there's, there's, there's one event that happens and then it's literally a travel scene for the rest of the book, um, which mm. in terms of the pacing of it it, 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 it was very poorly paced in my opinion. I, it, I don't know what happened. There's, I thought it was boring in that sense. It looked very good though. It looked good enough where I might even check out issue two, because then maybe my, I might actually get story there. Um, because they, they, they introduced to this town called, they do not even name it Terror. I'm assuming it's called Terror. You'd think they'd name drop it at that point. Um, but it's like this monster, they, they describe it as a monster city. Um, mm. so if they can show me that, like, yo, Halloween town, I will love that shit. You give me like a monster city, like give me like uh the monsters, but instead of a, a house, just a giant city. I'm cool with that, but show me it. And I haven't seen that yet. So I think I'll check out issue two. If I remember it, if I see it and I remember it, I will, I'll read it. Um, if I miss it, I'm probably never getting back to this. So that's my my thoughts on it. Um, but I'm going to be tagging Sean for next week. Ah, all right. What do you got? I'm, I'm tagging you in something that I I dropped off at. So I, I kind of want to know your opinion on it. So maybe I can jump back onto it. Um, this is uh, Ice Cream Man, uh, oh, issue 29. Ice Cream Man? What the hell is this? You haven't it's, read Ice Cream Man? It's no. an anthology horror book. Uh, oh. But it's it's all the same team, and there there's like this ice cream man that kind of is throughout it, and he's kind of like uh, like like almost like the host. It's almost like a crypt keeper thing, but he kind of interacts in the story as well. Hmm. Um, if like the crypt keeper had uh uh, um, what's his face, uh, Hitchcock cameos in a way. Interesting. Um, it, I've read oh, the first oh, trade and a half. It is very good. It is weird. It is creepy. Um, and it can be trippy at points. Um, but there was this one issue that uh, I really liked. It was about clowns um, that was drawn by the guy who did Vision. I'm, I'm blanking on a name. Uh, uh, I believe so. I believe yeah, that yeah. was Ice Cream Walter. Man. Yeah, or no, that,
2: that's, that's what it is, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, that, that might have been that clown anthology written by yes, the same guy. Ha-ha. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I think. It was. Yeah, it's written by the same guy, though. Um, But uh, I, I, I do, I, I do want to know your opinion on this so I can see if I should hop back on.
0: And so then the next issue comes out this uh, upcoming it's, week. It comes out next week, yep. All right, cool. Yeah. Done deal. I will read this. Cool. Thank Let's you.
1: Let's have some pals pulls. Yes, take it away. So I am pulling The Secret History of the War on Weed by uh, <laughs> Jerry Duggan, Brian Passane, and Scott Koblish. Um, this <laughs> is a dramatic, action-packed, uh, historical fiction of uh, the United States' war on weed. Hmm. It's the team so, from Deadpool uh, that did Deadpool originally.
0: Do you think um, Jerry Duggan be chief?
1: Oh, no, no. I mean, I, I know for a fact, Brian St. Doobie. Yeah. Doobie,
0: Doobie, doobin. Doobie, Doobie, doobin. There you go. <laughs> um,
1: but I don't even know if this it, it's listed as number one, um, but I don't know if it's like an ongoing or not. It might just be a one shot. I don't know. I, I really, I really enjoyed that team <laughs> on Deadpool when Deadpool kind of relaunched. Uh, I think it was like Marvel now or whatever. Um, it was like dead. Abraham Lincoln was like one of the side characters, yeah. but uh, yeah. I thought that was fun fun. I think, that's, fun the only,
2: I think yeah. that's the only Deadpool I've read.
1: Uh, it looked good at least. So I'm excited for that. And I'm also pulling Captain America number zero. This is kind of the, this starts the new Ooh. status quo for Captain America. And that Alex Ross cover, man, he
0: needs to chill. Alex Ross, the goat, <laughs> the goat. Let's talk about it. Put some respect on his Yo, name from goat. now today today yes. still still
1: the goat like yeah yeah the, like the kingdom come stuff like amazing but like this dude still does fucking covers and like i can't even say like he does the same thing every time like i don't think i've seen this from him you know this this pose and this you know oh, it's good but um matea de is on That's art in this and matea de Eulis is one of my favorite artists right now um he did uh work on kelly thompson's jessica jones which was like one of those like digital first books that then got re-released Mm. As a um, physical book, about three or four years ago, um, oh, so damn good, um, and I'm excited for this new status quo for Captain America. It, it sure needs one. Sounds
0: yeah, this is going to be real good. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to it.
1: Um, nice house on the lake, I believe Marco, this was yours, right? Uh, yeah, my and, and Cal, I believe. Believes. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've loved this book. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I think the mystery involved has been really engaging. And uh yeah, I'm I'm ready to see where he sort of takes this story because it's been a ride and um definitely looking for the conclusion. It's building up to something.
1: And you also picked the collector unit 731. What the hell is this?
3: Uh I don't know actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark
1: horse book. Um it's
3: a uh from from what I read of the uh the synopsis. A man can go by many names, and when someone has been around as long as Michael, he can gain more than just a few aliases. Now he's Michael Smith, but back in the 1940s, he went by James. When the obituary for John, who Michael met during World War II, comes up in the paper, Michael finds himself reflecting on the lifetime he left behind and the horrors and experimentation he, John, and others endured in their infamous Manchuria-based Japanese facility known as Unit 731. I like wartime comics, um, so you know what? I'm gonna I'm going to pick this up. Man, that is a whole lot of premise. It is a lot. Yeah.
1: yeah. Unsurprisingly, Sean, you had the Vampire Slayer number one.
0: Yeah. So this is uh, a sort of like relaunch, not 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 relaunch, but like a a new direction for the Buffy verse of comics from Boom. Uh, this is by Sarah Gailey. Uh, she's writing it. They're writing it. Irene Flores is doing the art. Uh, and then Goni Mont- Montez on the colors. Um, and basically the concept is that they want to remove the trauma from Buffy from being the Slayer, and that causes her to actually lose all her memory. And so a new, a new Slayer has to rise and protect Sunnydale while Buffy is out of the picture, which is similar to an episode that they did on the show, Uh, where it's Halloween and Buffy puts on a costume that makes her not be Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, But it's going to be a way that they're going to introduce a new Slayer and kind of kick everything off. So um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, I don't keep up with the Buffy comics. I will be honest. I buy them every month. Forget to read them. Fell way far behind. But I always buy the new number one.
1: I gotta say the the Slayer rules are way too loose. Like it's like any inconvenience. Like when we need a new Slayer. Like oh, she just scraped her knee. Like she's all right. Like, (laughs) but they. But to be fair, they broke that rule in the first season. So it's not like sure. Yeah, it's it's well established. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I I I I think Faith is the best Slayer. I'm just saying. Oh, (laughs) Faith, Uh, Kale. You also had uh, the good Asian number ten. I believe is this.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. Are 10. So this is the like finale cover. of uh, The Good Asian. Wow. Uh, and I only bring it up because I want everyone to know so that when it comes out in trade, you can all go buy it and have the complete thing. The first one is already out. Go buy it. Uh, Porn Sack Pashodi and um, what is the artist's name? Alexander Tefenki.
1: To Lee Lowridge on colors too.
2: Is that that could be colors, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um great book. Very excited about the mystery. Um we really enjoyed the first few issues we did. Stellar. Um, yeah, I'm very excited to
1: wrap it up. I think this trade's a definite pickup for me. I think yeah. it's a little too late in the in the game for me to jump on now, but like as a trade, yeah, I'm very interested in that.
3: Does Kel, have you been reading have you read the first trade?
1: No, well, okay. I, I've read what
2: we did on the show, and then uh, all three gonna, issues. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna get okay. the uh, the two, when they
3: when it's I can. been uh, it's been good. I f- I haven't read the last two. I think I'm on issue eight, but it's been really good. Mm.
2: Cool, nice.
0: That's it. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us. Uh, we did five books this week, which is not going to be the norm, but we wanted to. <laughs> get the listener request in. And we always want to do that for you guys. If you submit a request, we will find a way to make it happen. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you join us when we are live. Twitch.tv slash thecomicspals every single Wednesday for this Thursday. very show, pal. Thursday. Thursday, Thursday, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're going to go, we're going to do it on Thursday. I, if I can't remember it, uh, I'm putting a lot of faith in you guys. So hopefully you guys remember this Thursday, Thursday's going forward, 6 p.m. Eastern. Start your Saturdays, start your weekends with the Comics Pals at 10 a.m. Eastern, 10.15 Eastern, uh, every single Saturday where we do the main show. We're going to be talking about big announcements at DC, uh, another round of arguing uh, on Twitter amongst the comics community who never sees. That's
1: what it's
0: for. Yeah. Uh, and and more. It's going to be a good time. So hopefully you guys uh, come hang out with us. The medic. We're not going to be on tomorrow. We will be starting pals polls
1: next Thursday and every Thursday going forward.
0: Yes. Thank you. Um, YouTube.com/slash/the-comics-pals. Like the video, share it with your friends. Subscribe to our channel. All that stuff's free to do, and it helps us out a lot more than it costs you. Batman Black Mirror Book Club is out now. Go check that out if you haven't. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, we're the Comics Pals signing off. Take care, guys.
2: See you next week.